Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Introducing the greatest animated series you've never seen, Lightning Dogs. These canine commandos are lost on a post-apocalyptic Earth and battling the forces of the evil Glampire. <laughs> it's a tribute to the cartoons and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, and Nerdy Show is hell-bent on bringing it to life. Blocks sold separately. Join us as we document our quest from the moment lightning struck to every world-building session and beyond and make our crazy dream a reality. Roll with the pack at lightningdogs.com. The following program, Flame On, is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by a comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geeky programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Flame On. My name is Pat. I'm your talking bearskin rug. Back for another microsode. 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 So, so, so small. <laughs> for your listening pleasure. With me today, I have Eric. Hi. I have BJ. Jack Hughes. And first time, Potter. Potter? Uh, yeah. Oh, Potter. Okay. Potter. Oh, Potter with D's. Like, have yes. you never read Harry Potter? What's wrong with you? <laughs> well, maybe he's just outside planting for the first time. I don't know. <laughs> I do love plants. You like? I... Do you like the devil's lettuce? <laughs> now we can't use his real name if he agrees. <laughs> no. <laughs> this no. train fell right off the tracks right in the intro. I love it. Uh, first time podcasting with us. Uh, this is Josh. Hello. so we are going to talk a bit about venom no we're not did anybody see it in here Uh, i'm actually seeing it i'm seeing it friday morning so i will have a full report but why why would you do that to yourself the the reviews though there was one review that was like do you remember the late 90s early 2000s do you remember how superhero movies were back then like blade that's the movie 
That's the movie you're getting. You're getting a somewhat out-of-date superhero movie? I feel like that's a slap in the face to Blade, because I actually enjoyed Blade. <laughs> but Maybe but, not Blade Trinity, but Blade and Blade oh, 2 are okay. Blade, uh, Blade 2 was great. Blade yeah. 2 was fantastic. But yeah, and then they're talking about making Morbius as the next weird villain Spider-Man verse stuff. But I will have a full, I'll have a full mock-up uh, on our next full cast because oh. I'll see it. Oh, you, ha- you have to tell us if they say symbiote. Or oh, they that, do. Or if that ha- well, in the trailer it was, but the other trailers it ended up having symbiote. So I think it, they might have had to. See, so the problem is the problem is now when they editing. say symbiote, I'm going to start giggling in the theater. But I'll probably be the only one there. So <laughs> oh, probably. <laughs> so far, my only interaction with Venom is the uh, theme song "Venom" from Eminem on the soundtrack. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> for these reasons and many more, we are not doing an episode about Venom. We are going to talk uh, fall television. There's so much. <laughs> there is so much. We're going to do uh, the first half. We're going to talk about some stuff that is upcoming that we are interested in seeing. And then we will dive into uh, maybe one or two things that we've already watched that have premiered for the fall TV season that we are enjoying or excited to see more of. So things that are coming up, it's something that I don't think any of us have actually talked about, but I'm curious to get your take. Charmed, the reboot that is coming to the CW on Sunday nights paired with Supergirl. So it's a kick-ass ladies' night of television on the CW. Is anybody excited about this Charmed reboot? I'm... (laughs) Go ahead. ahead. Uh, I'm... I'm open-minded to it, but my expectations are minimal at the moment, um, just because of the dynamic of the, the original show. But it's I think it'll be interesting that uh, it's it's coming back, you know, for like new audiences and stuff, and they're trying to modernize it and um, give a little ethnic flair, so to speak. You mean brown people? It's gonna have brown people. Um, <laughs> My my thing is that I'm going to say something, and I may have just tanked our podcast right now. The original Charm was a train wreck. Like, let's not pretend that, like, <laughs> it was the best piece of television, but it, it was... It had, like, two good seasons in the middle-ish. Yes. I, I, like, maybe three and four? And I hopped on when Rose McGowan came on because I was like, oh my god, Rose McGowan, I love you. Um, But as I watched it... I was like, what the fuck is happening? And, like, at some point, it just became about the White Lighters. And I was like, I hate all of them, including the main one we get to know. So I was like, I, I think I'm going to check out Bitch, now. do not talk about Leo that way. Ugh. Do not talk about Leo that Ugh. way. I mean, I like bland bread as the next human being. But, I mean, no matter how much butter you slather on it, it's still going to be a bland piece of toast at the end of the day. She just wants some Asiago I w- in her bread. <laughs> right? That's all like, she wants. When they do a reboot of the show, I'm always interested in seeing like how current writing trends have affected like the overall encompassing story like like with DuckTales like when they did when they uh, did the reboot <laughs> damn it you beat me to it <laughs> he beat all of us to it <laughs> um when uh when they did DuckTales I was like okay I mean it was a simple enough premise the original show that they could really go anywhere with it and they actually didn't change much of the premise at all they just actually explained just a couple of things like who Donald's sister was 
and that's really it. But the the humor is on point, so I'm interested to see how char- the Charmed works out because the the original show was pretty simple. It's three sisters find out they're witches, doing their witchy things, fighting evil. So I'm I'm interested in seeing how they kind of go on with this next chapter or this reboot of it. I guess I'm just sad that there's gonna be no Finola Hughes. <laughs> She was the glue that held my charmed world together. <laughs> I would love cameos. That would be interesting. That actually. would make me very happy. Well, so far the sister or the originals, uh, like uh, Rose McGowan and uh, Holly Marie Combs. Holly Marie Combs, thank you, Alyssa Milano. Uh, they have not been uh, Shannon Doherty. Well, Shannon Doherty. <laughs> See, I'd love it if she was the only <laughs> right. one that made a cameo appearance. She and is the only like, one involved. And and she be- plays this massive like bitch character that gets vanquished or something, and like the pilot would be hilarious. Or she gets vanquished the same way she died in the, show, in the previous. Show. Not at all, because <laughs> technically nothing happened to her, and they were like, "Prue's dead." <laughs> I still don't understand that. Like, well, I mean, Shax came in, but I just it, it wasn't very well done. It she just... got thrown through a wall, and I'm pretty sure she was moving a little bit, and then like <laughs> the episode ended, and then the next episode they're like. Prue died. We're like, what? <laughs> well, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think the that wasn't the intention of the episode. And, and oh, no, of course not, because it, it was yeah. all the, the uh, behind-the-scenes shenanigans right. between, between seasons. seasons. Yeah. yeah, because it did not, there was no, that was not a death right there. It was just like, <laughs> meow, all right. Oh, well. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what that does for the CW. And I think it's kind of interesting that they're pairing it with Supergirl. One, because it frees up another weeknight with the 17 comic book-related shows that the CW has. Eight, soon to be 18. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel like the CW just now stands for, like, comic week. Yeah, seriously. I'm down. And, I mean, honestly, they're doing some decent shows, so I'm not yeah. mad about it. It's just funny that they were, like, there was this mandate last season of only four at a time. So they had to constantly shift around shows black lightning was on like four different days because as they put other shows on hiatus they kept moving it to fill that show's spot and it still succeeded and it, well it fan- still survived it's it survived <laughs> i take survival as success at this point in this political climate survival is success well in television i mean if you're surviving that's just as good as succeeding because if yeah, you don't succeed you're gone cuz it's yeah. cutthroat out there if the, if the if the critics hate it and the ratings are low it's gone and if and the ratings are high it's gone if the critics love it and the ratings are low they'll still keep it around they just have to be concerned when a show moves to the friday night slot cuz that's usually the the kiss bad. of death yeah that's usually the kiss of death yeah but I, I binged it on Netflix, so I, I only watched, I think, maybe two or three episodes on the DVR, like, as, like, around the time they happened, and then was like, all right, I'll just catch these other ten episodes on Netflix over the course of, like, two or three days. Yeah, it's a short season, isn't it? Yeah, they're all yeah. roughly about 13 episodes, okay. and they start a little bit later than most of the, like, normal fall lineup, about two or three weeks later. So, uh, speaking of which, we've had, you know, the Flash and... I think Arrow, like a couple of those shows are starting this week as we're recording it. Yes, uh, I believe uh, Flash was uh, last night. Yes, along with Black Lightning. So apparently those two are on the same day. At this point, I have no idea what day any of these shows are on. 
my DVR just catches them, and then I watch them as they show up. <laughs> the only two I don't record are... Um, oh, no, we record Legends. The only one we don't record is Arrow, which will be where we have the debut of Batwoman. Oh, I thought yeah. I thought I, about ba- I thought Batwoman was going to be on the debut of the crossover event. That's what I thought. But yeah. I think it's going to start with Arrow. Oh, oh, the like first it's going to be Arrow related. Okay, the first crossover episode is starting with Arrow. I'm not sure about that, but I think everything has been that's been talked about has been related to Arrow. Okay, and we apparently have gotten our first look at Ruby Rose as Batwoman. Fantastic, which looked just like the comic. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not mad about that at all. You, yeah. I still don't necessarily know if I want ruby rose as batwoman but why not i don't know and, it, and what i've seen her in i'm on i'll be completely honest and i'm not trying to be one of those fanboys that's like she shouldn't <laughs> be this i literally have only seen her in orange is the new black and i couldn't mm. stand her that's i mean that's fair um so she's been in a couple different things like uh i recently saw the meg and she was in the meg um yeah she was fine in the meg yeah i i, I didn't mind her character i mean she didn't get a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of attention, and for a split second there, I, I really thought that she was gonna kick the bucket like she has in a Spoilers! lot of her other movies. <laughs> but um, well, first off, it's been out for like a hot minute. If you haven't seen it, it's a shark movie, right? How how different can it really be? It it's side note. It's actually not that bad. It, it's it's pretty, no, I liked. The it's movie. pretty entertaining. I mean, it, it's not like you know a cinematic masterpiece by any means, but you know, it's it it was fun to watch. But um, yeah, a lot of her characters uh, that she's played in actual movies, like Resident Evil, and uh, oh yeah, she she doesn't really last. She was in Resident Evil. Yeah, she was. Uh, what was it after? Not Afterlife. Retri- uh, what was uh, the last uh, one? Retribution. Uh, Annihilation. Annihilation was the last one, I believe. Okay, oh, so, she was in the last one. I well, still haven't watched the final one. What yeah. Was, what was the one before that? Uh, where they were in the underground bunker. Oh shit! Which um, really just seemed like a recap of all the other movies. That's pretty much what all the Resident Evil movies were. <laughs> Uh, I love me some Resident Evil, and even I'm at by like the fifth and sixth movie. I'm like, haven't we done this already? <laughs> I think it was Retribution. I, yeah, I think it was because... the last one. The last one was kind of the recap because they go back to the they go back to the uh, the original hive. Right. Yeah. yeah. So the okay, one before yeah. that, Retribution, that was Afterlife. That was when they went into they were in this underground bunker and it just like recap. Yeah, she she just didn't really last long. <laughs> but I mean, Orange of the New Black, uh, her character definitely was kind of shitty grading yeah grading on my nerves Absolutely. so was it the way the character was written or her performance i think it was the character the oh, way i'm the sure character it was the was character I, I i have nothing against her yeah. but you know what it is when you only kind of know somebody from a certain role you don't really see them until they're in that role and right yeah and i and and i just started reading batwoman thank you dc universe i just finally like start like the first couple of issues of batwoman and I'm I'm kind of because I always if it has Bat in front of it, I just kind of assume it's either Batman or like something slightly less morose. But I really like some of her stories so far, so it'll be interesting. New era lesbian Batwoman. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I actually just I just now saw the the photo of her as Batwoman. I'm not mad. I'm not no. Mad. Yeah. Honestly, it it kind of throws me just because it just looks way too comic-y. So I'm curious I, to see I how that translates. I can, I can see never that, that accurate. No, it's I thought never it was that accurate. Just, I thought they just pulled a panel out of the comic. <laughs> Seriously, I didn't, I didn't I even realize it was a live action photo. Yeah, like even with Black Lightning, when they do flashbacks, it's it's the it's the outfit straight out of the comics. But like 
his older outfits completely redesigned. Like even the Flash. Like there's one. I think there's a. I think in the new season we're actually getting the traditional Flash costume, but it took us and the ring and the ring. But it took us three seasons to get there. So oh, and they introduce it the way they introduce it. We'll get into this in the second half. But yeah. the way they introduce the costume um, is quite honestly amazing because it it's touted as like a fan favorite. Mm. Like the the way that they kind of in joke with the way that she brings it up. And, like, gives him the ring, and then, like, you know, he's like, punches the air, the suit flies out of the ring. I was like, okay, this is as comic booky as we're going to get right now, and it was kind of fantastic. It was kind of like when, when the, in the, there's an episode of Arrow where he's fighting, he's fighting, um, oh my gosh, uh, the other vigilante that's named after a cat, Puma, something. Uh, he's, but he, he scoops up a boxing glove and we get the fucking boxing glove arrow. And that's like kind of the only reason I was watching oh, the show yeah. for the longest time. <laughs> I'm like, I want the fucking boxing glove arrow right the fuck now. <laughs> I'm not mad about that. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> other upcoming television that we are excited for, whether it's new or coming back. BJ, what is something that you are excited for? We, I believe we mentioned it in our previous full cast, which is up now. Um, uh, the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. They dropped a second trailer. and it looks the, so good. It looks perfect. Like, I did not even... When they, when they said they released a second trailer, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll check it out. I have rewatched that trailer probably 10 times just because of the remix. Yes. Of the uh of the Sweet Sixteen song. But like the way the actress plays Sabrina is perfect. Like she's not she's not like a scary witch witch. She's just kind of that's just something she happens to be. And she's not a bad person. She's like, but these are these are tough times. So I'm 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 really, really interested. Cause like just from the trailer, I'm like, I don't want anything bad to happen to her. <laughs> oh, it looks really good. I mean, I only know Sabrina from the Melissa Joan Hart television series. Like Sabrina that's the Teenage me- Witch. Yeah, that's my only experience with Sabrina. So seeing some of the characters from that, and obviously it's all part of that same story. It just it, it kind of piqued my interest, and it looks good. And all the we have the first season dropping on October twenty sixth. Yes. So that'll be fun to watch. Uh, and they d- they did an interview with the two actresses that play uh, uh, Aunt Hilda and Aunt Zelda. And the dynamic between them is really interesting. So it, it'll it definitely be. What was the line in the trailer? <laughs> uh, I, I killed her and buried her in the backyard. She's like, yeah, she's like, where's Hilda? She's like, she annoyed me. So I killed her and buried her in the front in the front yard. <laughs> and later that night, she like rises back from the grave. I'm, I'm down. I did. I, I do enjoy that. A lot of the characters kind of resemble this is the sabrina the teenage witch television show as well uh-huh like so it's kind of like it's not the same but i kind of feel like it, it gives a little bit of nostalgia to that, uh, that I, era. I didn't think there was going to be any humor in it but it looks like there's going to be a good amount and um uh miss gomez uh who played uh missy yeah and uh doctor who she i can't wait she's michelle gomez michelle gomez thank i you. was like who's <laughs> miss <Missy> gomez <laughs> Like, I don't know who this person is. (laughs) But I'm very excited to see um, how she comes into play. Because she's just just one of my favorite actresses. Especially when it comes to villains. So I haven't seen a talking cat yet. So, my theory on that is that because her her cousin uh, comes to live with Aunt Hilda and Zelda, I think around the same time she does. 
I get the feeling the cousin is going to be turned into the cat or put in the cat at some point. Gotcha. So uh, that's gross. Do you do you feel like <laughs> the cat actually might talk in this very in this adaptation though? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the talking cats. The Salem will happen. I'm I'm 90% sure Salem will happen and just from how interesting all the other characters look, I'm I'm not super worried about not getting a talking cat immediately. I want the voice of Salem to come back. <laughs> yes. I would love, see, and there was an interview with the original cast. They did a uh they did a um a big reunion. Um whew, Harvey. Harvey looks Harvey's a little plump, but I'm okay with it. He's festively fine. And um, America's sweetheart, Caroline Ray. <laughs> I love Caroline Ray. As she self dubbed herself <laughs> when she took over the Rosie O'Donnell show. She actually, uh, the original actress that played uh, Hilda and Zelda don't look like they've aged at all. So I'm pretty sure Caroline Ray made a deal with the devil. They're witches. She has probably. not aged. Burn them. They're witches. Burn them. <laughs> she has not aged in like at least 25 years. So good honor. Eric, what are you looking forward to this fall season? Um, well, there was Sabrina, and then also Runaways, uh, season Ooh. two. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that's more of a winter release. I think it's December that. It yeah, that's back. fine. We'll but, count it for this. But yeah, I really enjoyed the trailer that they put out uh, for the season two, and that came out of nowhere too. That's like slapped me in the face. I got it as one of those really bad Facebook advertisements that you just happen upon. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the first season. Everything was pretty uh, faithful to the comics uh, as far as looks and abilities. And I just look forward to that continuing in the second season. I just want more old lace. Oh, I think we're getting, I think we're getting more yeah. old lace. There well, no, I know, but I'm just saying, trailer. like, that was the... When she finally named her old lace, my heart got a little happy. Because I was like, can we not just call her the dinosaur? Like, she has a name, damn it. <laughs> no, that definitely should be fun. The first season, I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. And it was a pretty damn good show. At first, I was like, wow, they're talking a lot about the parents. And then uh, I thought it, it was fine. It was a good build. Like, yeah. you, you didn't get a lot of the parents' background in the comic. Um, I think you got a little bit of the the parent, the time travel parents in the comic. You got a little bit of their background, but you really didn't get a lot of the background of any of the parents in the comic. So I actually kind of like that uh, com- comparison. And also, now that you've got them separated, you've got the whole, some of the parents are on the kids' side, some are any of the kids on the parents' side. Like, you've got that whole... I think it was an effective way to slow down the telling of the story. Yes. Very good. Josh, what are you looking forward to this fall TV season? Don't screw up. Oh God! Well, um, I, I'm actually excited for a lot of things. Um, Will and Grace uh, season two, acceptable. Which, uh, I was actually really impressed. I was uh, kind of concerned a little bit, but um, the dynamic actually felt really the same. So uh, it's in the the first half of the season. I think it was really just kind of uh, everyone getting back together, and I, I think I did notice like a little bit of a struggle with Karen's character. I think just getting kind of back into that. Uh, manic craziness that she has but she it didn't take her long to to get back in but i'm excited for the new season of that and um of course all the cw shows and fresh off the boat uh (laughs) oh shout fresh off the boat shout out to my friend chris uh who is playing adult eddie um in a flash wait what 
Yeah. Yeah, what? Uh, oh. Uh, my friend Chris Grace um is uh playing adult Eddie. He posted up on his Facebook, so I assume it's okay for me to say on the podcast. Um, he's pl- he's, if he- not, maybe he's going to come knocking on my door. My bad. Um, but he's playing. There's going to do. They're going to do a flash forward episode, and he's playing adult Eddie. Um, in that episode, that's so awesome. I about yeah. lost my mind. I wonder if he's going to be coming back at all on uh, Superstore. I want him to so bad. He was adorable with uh, with what's her name on the uh, uh, on the show. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, we de- we, we derailed you. Sorry, we derailed. No, it's actually Superstore is an- another one that I'm excited for yes. for the next season. Yes, uh, and I think lastly, oh, actually, uh, How to Get Away Murder. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that show. The sad part is I can't hear that now without singing the rest of Django Jane in my head. <laughs> I've listened to a lot of Janelle Monae in the last however many months. It's this been. has been the summer of Monet. Oh, we've needed it. Uh, BT Dubs, Austin City Limits just ended uh, on Sunday, and Janelle Monet performed and did the majority of her concert set Aww. on the stage at Austin City Limits, uh, which was streamed live on Facebook and will be airing on PBS at a later date. Damn. So if you uh, check your listings, if you have not seen Janelle Monet perform live, it's a fucking show. It's amazing. Uh, but check out when Austin City Limits airs on PBS and catch it because she did, I think, the majority of her maybe minus five or so songs. But she did like a good 16 you know, tracks during her uh, her concert. So she did, I think, about 10 or 11 songs for the did, Austin City Limits. Did she do Take a Bite? No. Oh. Maybe. No. Maybe. Actually, she might have. I think it. I think it's in there. I'll yeah, to, it was. It. It, she did it during the concert. She did everything from the the album. Okay. During her concert, one other show that I want to mention, actually, to to kind of spin off of your Will and Grace uh, recommendation or or excitement, Murphy Brown. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm back in like the late '80s, early '90s. Of television, like so, I'm just expecting all of those shows to get redone. The, the best parts of '90s television and '80s television are back. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very weird, but very exciting at the same time because you're getting the original cast back. You're getting the pe- the original people behind these shows that are coming back together to do these shows, and you're not just having some random like reboots on where you're like, eh, I don't know if this is going to be the same. So it's it's interesting. What episode has already aired? And if you haven't caught it, um, check it out. It was kind of felt like it suffered a little bit from the Will and Grace first episode issues where... All political. Very political. Very political. Very political. However... But I mean, Murphy was always... That's the big difference. That's absolutely the big difference. Will and Grace was very ham-fisted with uh, their political jokes, where Murphy Brown is very ham-fisted. But that's the nature of Murphy Brown. And, uh, you know, some impassioned uh, uh, monologues from uh, Candace Bergen uh, about, you know, journalists and being lied to and all that. Like, it was definitely a different take. And I think it was only slightly bogged down by how right on the nose it was for politics. I think it will get itself into a groove that will be fun and be able to kind of level that out with the rest of the story 
and BT Dubs, they hired a really hot guy to be Avery, all grown up. <laughs> I was like, God damn, you know what you're doing here. You're like, we're going to bring in the younger demographic with a hot man. Sold. So the Science, ladies and the homosexuals. Signed, sealed, delivered, I'm yours. <laughs> all right, so before we talk about what we have seen so far, things that we've enjoyed so far in the fall season, we want to remind you that if you are enjoying Flame On and what we do, that you can check us out online at flameonshow.com. All of our social media sites can be found at the bottom <laughs> of the website. We have chicklets for our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram, Tumblr, all of the rest of those. Uh, if you would like to help support our show or the Nerdy Show Network in general, because we are fan-supported, listener-supported entertainment for you, head over to the Nerdy Show's Patreon at patreon.com forward slash nerdy show, and you can donate as little as a dollar a month. And the higher that you donate, the more perks that you get, including some extra behind-the-scenes audio, some not-included audio, maybe a calendar at some point if BJ has his way. Come on! We need <laughs> to do the calendar! It would be amazing! Josh, what? you're doing the calendar now, too. <laughs> I don't even know what calendar this is. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm not uh, sure if I want to agree to it. Uh, Worst-case scenario, just make him shoot the calendar. It's a good thing about now having a backup photographer around. Sweet. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I should do a calendar for my kickball team. Uh, maybe not. Maybe so, not. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe a couple of them, but that's about it. Can I just pick and choose like there's like four that I would would not mind seeing in a calendar? We we could that's, do like that's we, fair. We could do like a like a just like a seasonal one, or we can do like you're only getting the fourth quarter <laughs> of the month, <laughs> right? Or or we could we should, or we could do like an after dark edition for people that pay a lot of money. Come on, do it. <laughs> I'm like I'm thinking. I was like, do it. Like, would it, any of them do it? And I'm like, maybe. I was like, I didn't. I, I, my jokes probably would have just gone off the rail into. I don't feel like getting yelled at on this podcast right now. Oh. <laughs> So if you would like to uh, to follow us, make sure you go to playmonshow.com or support us at patreon.com forward slash nerdy show. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, so let's discuss some fall television that we have seen at this point. <laughs> not that's not coming out yet. Uh, BJ, I know that you have talked about American Horror Story. You talked about it on our full cast oh boy. recording. Would you like to talk a little bit more in depth oh about boy. the first couple episodes? And I, I will make sure it's spoiler free because I know you, you have like one episode to get, get through. I do. I mean, I don't care about it's, it. And it's not super... Uh, so here's the thing is it got me right out the gate because like within the first 20 minutes, the world is over. Like nu- nuclear Holocaust has happened. Skip forward like a year. 
Uh, you've got some people that are have either A, paid to be in, in this bunker, or B, just happen to be genetically wonderful. Shout out, by the way, one of those people who were genetically superior was a black woman. So thank you, Ryan Murphy. Um, but they it it uh it starts off very weird like it starts off kind of claustrophobic like most home american horror story shows uh you've got some wonderful meme moments the stew is stew um but i think they kind of pulled a bait and switch because the characters are getting all switched up all of a sudden and it's only four episodes in three episodes in yeah as they killed everybody in the bunker yeah spoiler alert sorry <laughs> and then I mean, Those I, didn't, characters. I didn't really like half of them anyway, so I was like, all right, there's no point to you, so I'm okay with you going. Oh, no, I was fine with that, but it was funny to see how, like, all right, Sarah Paulson, this role's done, now's your next one. <laughs> and I was hoping they would do that because I think it would actually pull people out of out of the story a bit to see, like, four Sarah Paulson <laughs> characters just all standing around. It's still going to pull you out of it when Sarah Paulson's... <laughs> Dying in this scene, <laughs> and then is coming in as a witch in this, you know, like three her, seconds later. Makes her supreme debut debut in this season. Well, she is the fucking supreme. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that whole fucking Tumblr, like, yes. breakdown? Not just, like, the one or two oh, memes? Oh, no, no, I've oh, seen yeah. the memes. Oh, no. They've gone and done a whole fucking, like, office drama. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> when you, uh, you know, when when you're the only gay at the job and a new gay is hired, and it's like, and it goes through all of these things, I'm and it's like, when, supreme. when you get the, the new gay fired for this, and then it's like, when the new gay gets rehired because he slept with the manager, and it's like, when the DM comes in and fires you all for starting unnecessary drama and for inappropriate sexual relationships, like, it's like a 10 fucking meme, like, or gif, like, set fantastic I feel, it's floating around tumblr i feel like that's how you gauge a good season of american horror story is by the number of memes that come from it because season three had surprise bitch that was that was always hands down oh, that's the best. used in this whole thing as well <laughs> yeah i feel like it's overplayed though it it is but like now you've got i'm the fuck because i'm the fucking supreme to take its place um but I'm I'm going I'm up for Diana Ross to get resurrected. She'll be like, <laughs> right? I'm the fucking supreme. <laughs> but it's 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 interesting, and I'm pretty sure they're going. There's there's they finally did a flashback episode. Um, we've got Michael Langdon, um, running around being extra extra evil. Every time you say it, I keep on thinking of Michael Landon. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shows my age. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Um, Josh is like, I don't know who that is. Well, no, I probably do because I mean, it's it's me, and I'm like, was it Highway to Heaven? Is that Michael Landon? Uh, Little House on the Prairie. Oh, Little, Little, Little House okay. on the Prairie. Yeah, I know. Um, is I, that why I didn't know the name? Is that why like, his hair looks like that in earlier in earlier episodes? <laughs> didn't he originally had curly uh, blonde hair? But uh, but they uh they've done flashback episodes, kind of explaining what's been what what happened with him. We haven't gone so far back to figure out what happened with Constance. Um, however, Mother of the Year goes to Satanic Kathy Bates, so that's wonderful, and that's actually a really good. That's actually a really good story uh, coming up, and uh, uh, we get to find out that there are actual warlocks that exist. So that's actually kind of widens the world of uh, Coven and everything and explains actually explains a lot of the political climate of the witches. 
Um, so that's actually really, really cool and interesting. Um, so we're going to get more on that in the next episode, which starts again with a flashback. So nice. It'll be, it'll be interesting. Uh, so far they've, so far they've got, they, they started to lose me and then they dragged my gay ass right back in. So, all right. <laughs> all right. So let's take a, a bit of a turn on, uh, on shows. Eric, I know you've, uh, yes. partaken in the new season of Doctor Who, which had a global simulcast. I have. What did you think? It was, it was entertaining. Uh, entertaining. Entertaining. Uh, we get to see uh, Jody as her first turn as the Doctor. Uh, doctor not number. Just, not just falling out of a TARDIS. No. Uh, well, she did, and right into a train. <laughs> um, as one does. Exactly. I mean, you fall from outer space and you land on a on the train. Um. I thought it was a good introduction to the new companions. I thought the alien was a bit meh, but it really, the story wasn't supposed to be about the alien. It was supposed to be about um, how the new doctor is finding their way into their body and mind um, and meeting the new companions. And so I thought that did a, a really good job at that. And there was a very meta speech that she gave about being able to honor your past and where you've come from but to change and evolve and grow into uh something new exactly to yes. all the crying boys out there in the world oh my i feel like they've been silenced though they've uh they they just kind of gave up and i'm okay with that they started bitching about she-ra they've just bounced from oh, thing yeah. to thing it's all the same people that's true <laughs> they've got she-ra to complain about now I thought she was very resourceful in that she got to MacGyver her own sonic screwdriver or sonic Yay! Swiss army. That uh, kind of confused me, but I was okay with it. I'm like, this, how did, what, huh? All right. Like, you can't remember your own name, but you put together a sonic screwdriver. Which I mean, it, it's not the first time the doctor's built his own, his or her own sonic because I assume that Capaldi had to build his own sonic sunglasses. Oh yeah. I just I'm like, you're in a barn on Earth. How are you getting all of the pieces? That's what that's the only thing that threw me off. I don't I don't doubt that with the new edition of Sheffield Steel. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought she did a good job though. I think it'll be a good season. I like the fact that there's three companions. Yes. And it's a variety and it's it's very like kind of United Colors of Benetton. And I re- I really I I can't wait. I I re- just really like that moment. Um I've only gotten through like half the episode because I'm a terrible TV watcher. Um but there's that moment where the somebody asks her uh asks them why are you asking her and they're like cuz she's in charge and they're like says who and all three of them are like says us. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that kind of camaraderie between all of them. Yeah, no, it, it, they definitely had a really good rapport right off the bat. The chemistry with with the cast so far has been has been very good. So I'm excited to see more of it. I'm much more excited to see more of this than I was of Capaldi's first uh, season and um, second season. It was it was all over the place. Yeah. I like I like the last the last season was was solid, uh, but it took us a while to get to. I liked Bill. Loved Bill. I liked Clara. I loved Missy. Missy was great. Capaldi, uh, he wasn't a bad doctor. 
they just couldn't figure out where they wanted him to be. Yeah. And was... they went hard left and then hard right, and it just was very awkward. It took them almost four seasons to get to yeah, uh, the yeah. happy meet middle. Yeah. But I, I think this will be a good season, and uh, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited for her to actually get her real sonic screwdriver with the red tip and all of that. I want that when it comes out. There's only been two Sonics that I've enjoyed, and that's really... What was the other one? The sunglasses? Oh, God, no, I hated the sunglasses. <laughs> I like the blue one he got after the sunglasses. Yes, yes. It's kind of like a squarish. Yeah. Tip. Yeah, that's the other one. That's the only other uh, Sonic that I have. Uh, so for my fall TV watching that I've done so far, I want to give a shout out to Flash. Um, the first episode, Nora, was actually really kind of cute. Yeah. And probably my favorite premiere episode since like maybe the first or not even the first season because first season had that really bad cg with the <laughs> tornado that he ran that he ran around probably season two first episode um uh, i like the addition of nora she's weird and kind of quirky she, she and fits well i was i was worried because like not a ton of people know who excess is and i was like why not oh impu- that's who impulse. she is yeah Oh, that's cool. And I was like, why not Impulse? But the way her personality, though, and everything, I'm like, no, no, she's she's perfect. <laughs> and she's the reason that uh, Barry has the more comic accurate costume now, because she stole the ring from the Flash Museum. And when he's like, I don't have a suit. And she's like, I stole more than just the negative tachyons. <laughs> and gives him the ring. And he puts it on. Like I was like, I'm not a big DC reader as People who have been listening to this show know from way, way back. So those types of things don't necessarily get to me. But when you put the ring on and you just kind of like, and the the suit came out and he jumped into it, I was like, that's pretty fucking awesome. Like, that was very, like, comic right there. Superstore came back with their first episode. I don't (laughs) know how I feel about this season so far. I still enjoy the fact that they can go and have these meetings with, like, the entire staff. And this was the first time they addressed the fact that, like, do you really think all of us should be off the floor during back to school? <laughs> like, because in the this is what the fourth season, I think it is. Yeah, yes. it's the fourth. Three seasons, and they have all of these giant meetings in the break room. And I'm like, who's running this store? I love it. I, That's my retail brain. That's my retail management <laughs> brain kicking in. Because I'm like, no, you plan these things in advance, and you have a crew on the floor, and then you do a meeting with half the store, or you do it before the store opens and do an all-staff meeting. Right, and I think they've only done that, I think, in one episode. I think so. <laughs> and before the store opened, and I was like, see, this is how it should be. Exactly. This is reality. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what are you... <laughs> but but the fact that you know that they're doing it wrong is part of the charm of the show. Oh, for sure, for like, sure. If you've worked retail, you know all of the parts they're embellishing and all the, the parts that they're doing wrong, and when they dress the shit they're doing wrong that's when it becomes more meta and more funny to me absolutely so so when jonah was like are you sure we should be doing this during bad school and he's like all right we'll put a skeleton crew kelly you're in charge i was like okay at least like somebody has acknowledged this so like i i got at least a little bit more excitement out of the fact that like we're trying to do this right this time around um they're kind of like pseudo reveal because it really isn't a reveal but at the end, like I was like, oh, okay, that's cute, whatever. It, the show is the show does well with what it does well, and I enjoy it. So, even if it was the first episode was a little meh for me, yeah, I, I it's it's such a such a great show that I am I'm just stoked about it. And then the only other show that I want to mention 
And I never thought this would be something that I would be um, actively and willingly bringing up is The Gifted, which started its second season. <laughs> and I still don't second know. Season? <laughs> I don't know. No, the Gifted. The Gifted is is Marvel's Gotham. Oh, like which how- we didn't mention, but apparently Bane and Batman are both coming up in this season. Yes, I know. It's so and I'm, bad. It's I'm just, so scared about that. Like, the Joker's not the Joker. Why do they keep calling him that? I don't know what's happening. <sighs> so it's, it's the show fu- was good. It just kind of taken a... Okay, the, good the gifted is, or... Well, Gotham. Like, <laughs> it wasn't great. It was good. It was... In the beginning, in the beginning, it was BD, like okay. B.D. But... Wong is great as Hugo Strange, who just got married. Shout out yeah, to him getting saying, married. Oh yeah, Mazel Tov. I almost forgot though. Was like... Oh, he's also oh, in. Uh, he's gay. <laughs> oh, is it gay? Oh, I was like, but I think I've knew I've known that. I've yeah. Known that. So anywho, so yeah, so Gotham is a train wreck though. We're Absolutely. not. I'm not going to let you sit here and try and say. Oh anything no, I'm different. not going to try okay. to defend it now. It, the last season, just I don't know what was going on with it. It's just been getting progressively worse. <laughs> the Gifted is still a train wreck, and I think the only thing that makes it somewhat okay for me to watch are the Stepford Cuckoos, which is something, yes. again, I never thought I would say, but I kind of enjoy them, because they're ridiculous, and I kind of enjoy that the only way that you, they can show that they're being telepaths is that their eyes light up blue. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Oh, is that is the Stepford Cuckoo's like the the one blonde chick that the three uh, blonde chicks? Oh, okay, yeah. I was yeah. triplets. The three. Okay, one. I saw that and I was like, I have no idea what's happening, but I'm kind of like intrigued. <laughs> yes, it's uh, I forget which three it is. Esme, Sophie, and Mindy. I think. Yeah, yeah, Mindy. Now in the show, were there originally more of them, and then they died? No, down to the three. No, oh, they just okay. went with the current iteration of the Cuckoo's. Okay. okay, they did not do the thousand and one. They did not do the five and one. They just went straight to the three and one. Gotcha. And originally, we only got one, and then we got the other two. Right. That was <laughs> that was a nice reveal, though. When that when the other two stepped out, I was like, Wait, what? That was where that was the point when I was like, you know what? Maybe I can keep watching this show. That's where they jam the hook into your side, and you're like, well. And I never, like, even in the comics, that's definitely not something that I'm all about. But, you know, whatever. It's very interesting. I still don't love what they're doing to Polaris. And by love, I mean, I can't stand what they've done with Polaris. <laughs> or this weird green baby that they gave her. <laughs> I don't understand it. When they're like, this is the worst case of jaundice I've ever seen. The baby's green. I'm pretty sure we're past jaundice at this point. Pretty sure that baby is dead. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that would be the worst case of jaundice <laughs> anybody's ever seen. It really would be. But then I love that they bring uh, Marcos, the discount uh, sunspot. Over because, you know, they're like, maybe the father's unique energy, light energy, is what the baby needs. And he's, like, literally holding the baby for two seconds. And they were like, they forgot to paint the baby green in, like, After Effects. Because he, like, you you look down, green baby. Two seconds, regular baby. And then they pan away and it's, like, still a little green. I'm like, somebody's not paying attention to continuity (laughs) on this show at all. They're not paying attention to Lorna's hair color either through any episode. So whatever. So the, those, whether those were good recommendations or not, those are some of the shows that we were watching and uh, looking forward to in the fall season. Let us know what shows you are enjoying this fall season or what you're looking forward to by leaving us a comment, tweeting at us, uh, posting on Instagram, any of those things on social media. To find us on your favorite social platform, go to flameonshow.com. And remember, if you would like to help keep Flame on going or Flamon, 
as uh, <laughs> some people like to Flamon. to put in uh, in in games at the bar. Yes. Flamon. If you like to keep Flamon going strong, Flamon. then go to <laughs> patreon.com forward slash nerdy show and become a patron. And in two weeks, we will be back with a semi-full cast because I know at least one person will not be here because Brian will be in Japan. Um, Lucky bastard. And it'll be post-Bear Buzz, so I will probably not sound anywhere near as chipper as I am right now. So You'll with that being said... It'll be on a lot of downers, y'all. <laughs> I'll just be crying under the table the entire episode. Y'all just put a microphone near me. It'll be all right. (laughs) So with that being said, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Bye. 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 Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.